welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from No Diet Babe. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert. If you are a spiritual babe wanting to up-level your life around your body, health, wellness, spirituality, law of attraction and manifestation, then this is the podcast for you. I'm here to give you the tools, teachings, and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness, and your daily life coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift. You can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hey babes, welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com and welcome to today's episode. Um, here I am. I think it's been like maybe a couple of weeks since I recorded a, a podcast. So I have a lot of catching up to do with you guys. Um because I want to keep you posted, like, as I've been telling you, like, I took a bit of a break and then, like, I've just been doing a lot of self-development work on myself. Um, and I've been talking about it on my Instagram stories, you guys. So if you want, like, day-to-day kind of updates on it sometimes, then follow my Instagram <laughs> because um, a lot of the time, like, after – like today after my coaching session with my coach, like I had a little bit of stuff that, that I talked about. So make sure you tune into the stories. Um, you can find me on Instagram at no diet babe.com. I'm not .com. Oh my God. At no diet babe on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I also had like a couple of, um, podcast requests, come through you guys. So I have those requests and I'm going to be talking about a couple of like just one of them for today and then a couple of the other ones I'll do some episodes on later on. Um, just to remind you guys as well that I currently have one-on-one coaching spots available and one-on-one coaching is such an amazing container. It's an amazing experience to be able to talk to me essentially every day about your food stuff, about um, weight loss, but it's, it's so much deeper than that. Like it's about looking at your whole life and why you've operated that way around food. Um, I don't know if you want to call it like your food personality, but when you say like, I am like this, like this is my identity and this is who I am. And these are my limitations. And this is the story essentially of how weight is for me. This is the story of how weight is for me. This is the story of how I um, cont- like behave around food and that's it. Like that's never solid. Like that's never your ultimate truth. Um, you'll find that there is like so much conditioning there that perhaps is overriding like your higher self version, which is kind of what you keep longing to be. But if you're switching back and forth and you're just not happy with your weight or the way that you are around food, it is about doing the deeper level work because unfortunately so many people just want to do the surface level stuff and find that it's not sustainable or not um, that they're not maintaining those results. And that's because this is about looking 
I mean, we, we when I work one-on-one with clients, like we go back to their childhood. Like we actually do lots of work around really going into the subconscious because the subconscious is formed at a young age, like up until between ages zero and usually around seven, a little bit more, not sure of the exact age. But so it's necessary for us to look at the subconscious as in the childhood. Um, we have to do that in order to understand, gain understanding about you as a person and how you operate and your belief systems about your weight, where you learnt them from, etc. Because there's so many belief systems that are just not true and uh, might just literally a lot of the time are just a story that you keep telling yourself and keep re-manifesting over and over again. So that's why it's really important to do this work. And that's really what I help people with. And I can help over help you overcome emotional eating, change your whole relationship to food, weight loss, um, so many things that we cover, so many things, healing the metabolism, everything. Like I can help you with so many aspects of it okay so best thing to do is our email barbara orban at no dietbabe.com or you can send me a dm on instagram to you know we can hop on a call and chat about the one-on-one coaching opportunity and with one-on-one coaching you do get weekly sessions and also voxer support so i am there to support you um, not just on a weekly basis, but when you need it throughout the week. And I've worked with so many coaches, you guys, and I just have to say one-on-one coaching is such a transformation experience. Like I, I, I just don't understand how I could grow without like the, the transformations that I get through hiring coaches one-on-one, like it's so freaking amazing. Like I just always prioritize that investment and it really does have a return, you guys. It really does. Um, For years to come, this isn't just when you think, oh, okay, like I have to spend money on a coach. It's not, you're not spending money. It's an investment. It's an investment that has a return for years to come. When I hire a coach, it's not just during that three months that I'm benefiting. I'm using that information and implementing it and embodying it from what I learned in that three-month block or that six-month block or that 12-month block, however long I've hired a coach for. I'm learning from that and remembering things for years to come, years to come. So that's why you've got to look at the bigger picture. You've got to really look at the bigger picture. Plus, with the coaching experience, you do get access to my courses. So it's a really great package in terms of just getting access to um, all the stuff, (laughs) all this amazing stuff that's going to help you. Um, So today, anyway, I want to talk about one of the questions that I had or podcast requests that I had was... um, I'd like you to do a podcast about mindful, slow eating. I find that I resist it all the time. Now, there are so many aspects to this, okay? And I can't possibly cover it in podcast 
episode because there's so many layers to why this happens and it was something that I really struggled with and it's something that I have to can not not I don't want to say that I struggle with it because I don't um it's something that I have to be intentional about and mindful of whether or not I'm eating mindfully but in the past it was something that I really resisted I always resisted eating mindfully all the freaking time in fact I was like, this is the least important thing. And a lot of the time, the the simplest solution that will have profound effect on your life is the thing, because it's so simple, you tend to undermine it and go, it's not necessary. And you overlook the most simple exercises that are going to be key in your transformation you overlook them because you're just thinking, no, that's not necessary. It's just not necessary to do that. Like, it's just, let me just, just tell me, like, um, just tell me how many times per week to exercise. Just tell me the magical formula. Just tell me, um, you know, whether, whether or not bread's going to make me gain weight or can I get away with this? Can I, can I still have a glass of wine? Like that's what you're focusing on rather than the bigger picture stuff. And that's where we've really got to change our focus. We've got to change our perception. And it's these simple little things that actually make the big difference over time, okay, in terms of whether or not you're going to lose the weight and keep it off. So, and and not just that, you guys, it's not just about the weight. I've said this before and I'll say it again. The weight loss for me was just a fucking bonus. It's just a byproduct. It's not even the biggest gift for me. The biggest gift for me is the healing, the relationship with the food. Is your you say that you want confidence, you want freedom, you don't want to have any more deprivation, you don't want to feel stuck, you just want to feel good in your body. That that's not about weight loss necessarily like it's really not because you'll lose the weight you'll still feel that way and that's why the weight comes back on as well because you're not an energetic match to what you want so I mean yeah because you don't get what you want you get what you're a vibrational match to full stop so we always have to you know be honest with ourselves and go well if I'm not where I want to be, then I've got to look at this stuff. I've got to look at this stuff. And so with mindful slow eating, I find I resist it all the time. So to me, the first thing that comes to mind when I see that is, well, that means that there's a payoff in not being mindful. Because why do we do what we do? Our behaviors are driven by the the mental payoff, right? So you 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 don't essentially you you're not like if you want to call it motivated, maybe you can call it motivated. Like you're not motivated to mindfully eat because you're more motivated to be switched off while you're eating. And the very essence of switching off while you're eating is emotional eating. That's what the definition essentially of emotional eating is, is I use food 
to switch off from my reality, i.e. my reality, meaning my emotions, because being a human being in this world means that you have a range of emotions throughout the day, right? And you will feel different feelings. You will simultaneously feel many feelings at once. You will feel all sorts of things. Even if you feel neutral, like you feel neutral, like you feel sleepy, you feel happy, you feel joyful, you feel motivated, you feel inspired, you feel uncomfortable, you feel bored. Like that's being human. And not being mindful around food means you are using food to escape reality. And a lot of us use different things to escape reality. And I'm essentially wanting to be in my head or in in like another zone or completely zoning out instead of being in the moment, right? So it's to me, the first thing that comes to mind, like I said, is emotional eating. It is, you've got to look at emotional eating and it's not to label people and say, you're an emotional eater, like you've got a problem. It's not like that because I still think I'm an emotional eater in certain ways. It's not like a label and then you get the label taken off. It's more like a spectrum and it's like, if I start going across the spectrum and going, hmm, I'm like gaining weight and I'm not feeling aligned and I can tell that something's off here, then I'm using food to, to hide something, to numb something, right? But then there's like other points where it's like, uh, it's, it's not like I'm not I'm allowed to kind of like have ice cream just because I want ice cream. Do you know what I mean? It's not always like, hmm, am I emotionally eating just because I want something sugary right now? Like it doesn't have to be so um, rigid and and like controlling, right? So I just see it as like this spectrum where I can still appreciate the fact that a lot of people emotionally eat and I might emotionally eat sometimes and it's not like that's the paradox do you know what I mean like it's not the end of the freaking world um but it's more when you notice that it's becoming a problem and it's having consequences that are causing like it causes an additional problem and it is generally the other thing that I notice is if you're not aware of your emotions, you lose touch with your emotions and you lack a connection to your body. So if, for example, you say, um, I, I'm having trouble with intuitive eating, um, like I can't trust myself, that means then you need to look at the intuitive, the emotional eating, okay? Because Because intuitive eating to me is like, that's just your innate wisdom of your body. Everybody has that. We're all born with it. Everybody has that same wisdom that they can tap into. You're not like, it's impossible that you don't have that. Like everybody has that. Okay. It's literally like in the science textbooks when I was studying, um, anatomy and physiology and all of that like we were learning about how your body registers how much food you've eaten like how you're gonna get hungry when you need 
energy and full when you've had enough energy, like your body's a calorie counter, okay? So if everything is in alignment, your belief systems about weight and how weight gets to be for you, your behaviors are going to follow and your weight's going to just be the way it is, like the way that your belief system, it's all going to be in alignment, right? Your belief systems, because it starts with your belief systems. That is the filter of your reality. That is that is governing what you experience. That's your story. Your behaviors are going to follow that. So you, you have to, and it's not just your behaviors, but I believe also just it affects way more than just your behaviors, okay? But I'm not going to go into that. That's just my belief system. But, and like, you know, stuff that I've watched by Joe Dispenza and that, like that really just reinforces that for me. But um, yeah, like behaviors matter as well because energy does matter. Um, energy intake, meaning calories does matter. But I can sometimes I've noticed like get away with a lot and then other but that's it if it's in alignment I can't get away with it if I'm eating for the sake of coping with something and I was talking about that in my Instagram stories today um which I'll I don't want to get off topic (laughs) but it's so important you guys it's so important um so basically I had a session today with my coach and we were talking about boundaries and I was telling her like, you know, I did a lot of boundary work with emotional, overcoming emotional eating, but this is like a different level of consciousness that I just wasn't aware of in my life. And um, what I remember doing was a lot of the time when I was getting hungry, it was because I was tired from depleted myself so I felt depleted around others like throughout the day like I'd work with patients as like a dental hygienist and I get very depleted and then that energy that I was seeking my body I I thought that was hunger for food so then I was conditioned to feel hunger and I'd be like I'm hungry for food like I'm hungry for food but In actual fact, it wasn't food that I was hungry for. It's that I had to learn how to manage my energy with people and boundaries. And um, when the boundaries were crossed and I felt that discomfort of a boundary being crossed, I went to food like I was conditioned to feel hungry. So I wouldn't actually be aware of the fact that a boundary had been crossed. I would just feel hunger. And then I'd wonder why I'd overeat. And I'd be like, why am I overeating? I'm not. I don't have any feelings like why do I do this because you're not going to know how you're feeling because all you feel is hunger so you're not going to be like oh I feel sad you're going to be like yeah I feel neutral like I don't feel anything but I'm just hungry like I'm not an emotional eater I'm just always hungry and it's like no it's because you're conditioned to have hunger instead of the actual feeling and for me and I and, and a lot of people when they're like there's so much like codependency and then boundaries are crossed and they feel depleted in their energy, they automatically have a prompt to eat and that prompt to eat isn't in alignment because it's actually you're seeking to replenish your energy 
because you've been drained by somebody else due to like the codependency and actually learning how to navigate that. And I mean, that's about going into childhood. Like I've been doing a lot of, you know, child work and um, so many other things. There's like so much to that. I can't obviously talk about that right now, but I just wanted to say like when it comes to how come I can't sit there and be present with food, that's what it comes down to. How, why can't I actually just sit here and eat this food? And it's because you want to avoid reality. Now, why would you want to avoid reality? Well, because you get a payoff out of it. You've been conditioned to seek excitement, comfort, and relief from the food. That's it. That's pretty much it. And I mean... There are, like I said at the beginning of this episode, there are so many aspects to why you can't mindfully eat. Like part of it is as simple as saying you're just overlooking something simple. You're not seeing the value in something um, that compounds over time when you practice it. You're not valuing the exercise that's required you overlooking this how simple it is and going how could this have value for me like how could this make a difference give me something bigger to do like I need more to do and it's like yeah there's so many layers of of work that we can do to help you to help you lose weight and keep it off and and overcome this whole thing that you have with food and your weight but don't want to overlook these simple exercises and tools that are given because they really do help over time. And maybe you're constantly seeking reassurance that your effort is going to have a return. So you're saying, well, I don't want to waste my time with mindful eating. Like I'm really busy. Um, It doesn't really work or I've not, I've tried it for a week and I'm not seeing anything. And it's like, yeah, but you kind of have to do it for the rest of your life and and trust me when you do it and you do it consistently and you really make it a priority to eat intentionally and mindfully and I'm not saying you have to be perfect at it I'm not perfect at it um, but like imagine that it's a spectrum when I go into that area of numbing it's emotional eating and I will gain weight 100% of the time because that's out of alignment that's out of alignment So in order for me to maintain my weight, I have to eat intentionally. I have to eat mindfully. Intentional eating means there's a purpose. You're not just eating for the sake of eating with your head is what I mean. So yeah, but you guys like there's like I was saying, like there's so much to this topic as to why you resist mindful eating. Like I was saying, you're seeking excitement, comfort, and relief in food, and that's the payoff. So that's why that's more alluring to your brain and your like kind of automatic autopilot behaviors. Um, and yeah, it's it's looking at your belief systems about why it's important. Do you understand why it's that important? Do you? Are you like undermining it because it's simple and it might not have an impact on your life? Do you understand why it does have an impact on your life? These are the things that, you know, that I I can cover deeper, not today. But 
that's really going to help you actually stick to it. And really the different layers of what I teach in all merge, that's really what teaches you how to fully be mindful. So how to actually mindfully eat because I did many like mindful eating courses, right? Back in the day, like 10 years ago. But there's certain simple things that I take with me now that I still do. There are certain things that I still do today. And I was one of those people, like I'm lazy. I'm in a, in a sense sometimes lazy and I'm like, oh, can't be bothered doing this. Like it's too much work to mindfully eat. And that's how I was when I would do these courses and I'd be like, nah, today I won't. It's cool. Let me just eat this how I normally do and I'll start tomorrow kind of thing. That's what I kept on doing. But in what I teach in Emerge, there's like certain things that I, like I literally in Emerge, like I have a cheat sheet. (laughs) It's called the meal process cheat sheet. And I've got like a whole like a whole section on it, like a whole video on it. But I also have a sheet where I just run you through dot points of my exact process. I legit do this all the time. It is my meal process. If I'm like, sometimes like I waver and stuff, but I always come back to that. If I ever feel wobbly, if my weight starts to fluctuate, if I'm telling you it's the solution to everything, like you come back to that cheat sheet. You come back to that cheat sheet. It is simple yet so, so effective for you guys. Mindful eating is so important, but it doesn't have to be as complicated as you think because I used to get freaked out about mindful eating. Like, so how mindful do I have to be? Like, how slow do I have to eat? You're telling me I have to take 20 minutes to eat? Like, that's ridiculous. I don't always take 20 minutes to eat. Are you serious? Like, no. I can't be fucked with that. No, 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 no. There's other stuff that I do that's more important than how slow you eat, okay? It's not just about how slow you eat. Yes, I take pauses, but that's not about how slow you eat necessarily. The slow you eat stuff is learning your body and learning the cues to know when it actually registers. The point where you eat, it's not registered yet, when you eat and you swallow the food, that's not registered yet, right? You got you, you get to know your body. It's not like a set time of like 20 minutes. You, you'll get to know that. Yeah, maybe it is 20 minutes for you, but that doesn't mean that you take 20 minutes to eat necessarily. It's just that you know that if you're feeling really uncomfortable, you want to wait a while to let it sit before you go back for seconds, for example, or before you dis- you make another food decision or like I want to, do I actually want more food right now? That's what I mean. Not that you have to eat time. Oh, I have to eat slow, slowly to make sure that I'm, no, that's not what you have to do. Don't stress. Like that's way too much. I just can't cope with that. So a lot of courses that I did back in the day, I used to feel like this is way too much work. Um, And yeah, like it will feel like that for some of you because you're an emotional eater. (laughs) No, I don't want to keep labeling you guys with that because emotional eater is not like, it's like when I, it's like when I, um, was like, oh my God, I'm codependent. It was the same thing. I felt depressed for a long time because I'm like, I've got this label on my head that deems me dysfunctional. 
And it's like, no, like I've there's different layers of that work that I've overcome and I'm continuing to overcome it because I'm growing as a person. And yeah, that's, that's just how it is. Anyway, so mindful eating, very important. You are resisting it because of the payoff. There is a payoff that motivates you more than not doing it, right? You are, you're, what's the thing that I posted yesterday about discomfort? Like you, you associate more discomfort with changing than you do with staying where you are, right? And that's why also you're not, you're resisting, but you're resisting because you're not connected enough. You got to connect more. And I mean, I teach all that in Emerge as well um, and the Academy, which is still open, by the way. Academy is open still, so you can also join that. Um, Emerge is not open at the moment. I'm not sure when I'm opening it again, but just DM me if you're like, oh, my God, I really want to do Emerge. Can I just do it? Because it is a self-paced course. Um, all my courses are self-paced. So you can do them anytime. Um, so anyway, you guys, like I said, the, the summary there is like mindful eating, very important. Do not overlook it. You are resisting it because there's a payoff. Likely, like I said, my first instinct is always hmm, emotional. You are conditioned to switch off. Why are you conditioned to switch off? You know what I mean? Because that's the opposite of mindful is like, numbing is zoning out like zombie mode okay so anyway guys make sure you reach out to me about one-on-one -on -one coaching like I said um and also check out the academy no dietbabe.com slash academy if you want to learn more depth because I have actually in the academy actually I have a whole section on mindful eating <laughs> go check that out it's really good it's really good um I still like I said you guys like for 10 years I've been doing this stuff and I still do just base certain basic things that I just still do all the time that keep me that have completely changed my life completely transformed my relationship around food and it's easy it's so easy now <laughs> it was so terribly hard back then and I do not wish that for anyone so I really would love to help you transform anyway guys um hope you enjoyed today's episode I love you and I'll see you in the next episode bye Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave me an iTunes review. Don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come. For more tips, inspiration and teaching, come follow me on Instagram at NoDietBabe or check out my website, NoDietBabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.